Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. So happy to have you here today. We are going to talk about being the calm in the storm and not being the storm. It is possible to be the calm, but it certainly takes a bit of effort and work and practice. I want you to think back sometime, maybe the end of 2019, early 2020, before COVID lockdown happened, and you were actually in the office, you were on the production floor, you were in the manufacturing area, wherever it is that you worked. And can you remember somebody having a, a really turbulent, I would, would I dare say violent outburst? And somebody else just letting out a string of vitriol. Maybe you overheard an employee berating and bullying somebody else. Or somebody just had a meltdown at their desk in, you know, close to you where you could hear it. And you're inside your head, you're going, what? What in the world's going on? Well, I'm here to tell you, you are leading humans. These imperfectly perfect humans. And we all have to work at our emotional intelligence. And part of that is the emotional part of things, keeping it on an even keel. Holding yourself accountable for being that calm, reasoned voice. Because it certainly moves things further along than, than anything. Your response, like, do you just follow suit? Do you, you know, match vitriol with vitriol? Do you just walk by the bullying, not say anything, not comment? Or do you have a public meltdown yourself? Uh, you know, as a, as a human, we all need to be in control of our emotions and as a leader, it's even more so because your team is trusting you to present that even-handedness. So what is calm? It's not showing or feeling strong emotion. It's the absence of violent or confrontational activity. It's to soothe. And I think we've probably all experienced that soothing in our life 
when somebody comes into the situation and their very being and their quiet way of addressing things and the warmth that comes out of them that envelops the whole situation, convincing everyone that, hang on, everything's going to be okay, let's just have a chat. It's possible. Even for loud, opinionated people like myself, I absolutely am capable of being that calm in the storm. But I have to be intentional. I have to be present in order to require that of myself as I go into that situation. In order to be the leader with the skill, mindset, care, and heart to be the calm, we first have to learn the skill. We have to have the tools. You know, something came through on online that really kind of graphically <laughs> shows what happens when we don't have the skill, when we haven't got it yet. So it was a text stream and the first one says, be a bottle of water, not a bottle of soda. The bottle is you. What's inside is our emotions and reactions. The outside world and the people are going to attack and rattle and shake us from time to time. And when that bottle is shaken, if it's full of soda... When you open it up, it's going to explode. Absolutely is going to explode. But if you shake a bottle of water, once you open it up, the water stays the same. It remains calm. It goes back to calm. There is no explosion. So here's the thing. This is what we're striving for, to not let other people and this world disrupt our inner peace. We want to be rooted and grounded in our experience. We want to be settled in our own beliefs and convictions. We want to respond to what comes our way not to react to it, not to viscerally and emotionally have a meltdown. So how can we accomplish that? Well, here's a couple of ways, a couple of things that you can take into consideration as you're working towards this. Learn the pause. Yes, for those of us that like to chat, that's a skill. That is a challenge to Acknowledge the situation, acknowledge the information, and to just simply be quiet in it and let your, give yourself time to process it. Give yourself time for the emotion that you are feeling, you know, that one that rose up inside you to the, to the surface that you wanted to come out of your mouth, but you did recognize that that probably wouldn't be a good thing. Just to give it time, give that emotion time to settle. This is a practice for you to keep your emotions in check. 
You know, when we, when we let our emotions uh, rule, we tend to do and say inappropriate things. Hence my chewing out my seventh grade teacher. And yeah, let's just say the conversation when I got home wasn't one that I really wanted to have, but it was one that I certainly expected to have. I didn't have the wisdom, the emotional intelligence to not lash out, basically not say something that was inappropriate. Something that you can do, the pause as it relates to yourself, yes, to settle your emotion, but give your employee the opportunity of moving to a quiet, private place so that they can give themselves the pause. Invite them to a place where they feel comfortable giving themselves the pause before you carry on and then handle whatever the conversation may require. The next thing that we can do is to learn all sides of the situation. Now, I'm sure you've heard the saying, there's always two sides. Well, I subscribe to this theory that there's three sides to every story. There's mine, there's yours, And then there is what actually transpired. And the reason I say that, as human beings, we are biased. And we are biased to ourselves. It it takes a lot of energy, honesty, clarity, and digging deep in yourself to be truthful about what you might have done or what you might have said. I believe (laughs) we look at ourselves and our contribution to whatever the conversation, the situation, whatever it is that we're dealing with. We look at ourselves with rose-colored glasses. Now, when it comes to you, uh, no, I'm not doing the rose-colored glass thing. I'm going to put you under a microscope. And I'm going to pick and prod at every single little thing in order to justify my position. So that's why we need the third perspective. Because the third perspective actually is showing us what really happened. Because I may place intention and emotion in what you said or what you did that wasn't there. It never was there. I make assumptions that because you use this word, this is really what you're saying. You know, we can can get ourselves into such hot water. Absolutely, you want to make sure that if you are mediating, that you are open and honestly and receptively hearing what each side of the conversation has to has to share we want to be leaders that our team comes to us because they know we are not going to exacerbate the problem we're the calm we will figure it out we will help them get it settled so that there isn't any storm anymore Another thing that you can work on is 
having those crucial conversations, having the conversations with the people in your department that aren't the easiest to communicate with, whether that's because they, they might be confrontational or because they're quiet and you kind of have to really work at digging thing, things out, it's easy to just decide, no, I'm going to ask this person because they're more, more inclined to give me their thoughts and their, their ideas. It's easier for me to have that conversation with them. You need to start having the crucial conversations that will help the team understand that there can be calm and there should be should be calm. And there's a book that I absolutely love. I just pulled it out here. It's called Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When Stakes Are High. So when you're in the storm and you need to be that calm in the storm, this book will give you all sorts of wonderful, wonderful advice. I definitely uh, recommend this book. It's, uh, it's uh, let me look here, just a sec here. It is a few years old. Let's see, yeah. So it's uh, 2002. It's been around for a while, but you know, so have human beings and we really haven't advanced all that, all that much. But the interesting thing in this, in this book is it talks about preparing for these crucial conversations, preparing to be the calm. And what I love about it, it is clarity of your own intention. What is it that you want to get out of this conversation? Where is it you want things to end up? How do you want to help this situation get handled? How do you want the person that may be involved? How do you want to advance things for them to help them learn and grow? And it comes from a very great place of personal responsibility and awareness and honesty. And you move in. No ulterior motives, no agendas, just openness. And when you can get to that place of openness with yourself, you're far better able to be that calm in the storm because your first instinct is going to be, okay, this was my gut reaction. Let's let that settle. Okay, so now you tell me and you tell me and you tell me, help me understand what went on. What's the scenario? How did it happen? And then you actually have the conversation. So there's a very measured approach. And I tell you, working for somebody who is the calm in the storm, who is the calm in the chaos, is a wonderful gift. Because what happens is the chaos lessens. The storms lessen because of the calm that is that is there. So I really encourage you to get this book, Crucial Conversations, encourage you to practice the pause, to practice getting all of the information and getting the objectivity that you need and to uh, get out there and have those conversations. 
that are a little more difficult than others. It will serve you well. Thanks a bunch for listening this week, and we'll talk to you again next week. Well, now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.